Hi, this is Scott Strickler. I'm principal of Roswell Middle School. Please join me for reading chapter three of Nubby's Story by Aubrey Andrus. Chapter three, The Pack. Nubby wasn't the only dog living with Mark and Lou at Hillcrest Manor, the name they had given to their home. There was Olivia Pig, a white bull terrier mix with spotted ears, who Mark and Lou had rescued in 2012. Olivia loved Mark and followed him wherever he went. She was a very compassionate and motherly dog, even though she had never had puppies of her own. Whenever Olivia Pig heard Nubby make even the tiniest noise, she jumped up and then looked to Lou and Mark as if she was saying, well, do something. That same year, Mark and Lou had taken in Gracie May, the blue healer with a black spot over her right eye. She was in terrible shape when they first rescued her. It turned out that Gracie had allergy and immune issues that caused her skin to bleed. It took a full year for her skin to get healthy and her gray speckled hair to grow back. Now she followed Lou around like a shadow. She was a checker. Whenever Lou and Mark were fostering a new animal, Gracie would walk over to the pet, sniff them, check that everything was okay, then go lay down. Sniff, check, lay down. Sniff, check, lay down. That was her routine. The next year, Maggie May, a white Boston Terrier with a long tail, came into their lives. She was skinny, shy, and overbred, which means she had been forced to have a lot of puppies. It took eight months for her before her stomach stopped drooping. She was a very kind dog, but she wasn't instantly friendly. With every pet who entered her home, it took about a month for her to warm up to any new animal. But then she'd become their best friend. And just last year, Rita Rita had joined the pack. She was a little black affenpincher mix who loved hanging out with other dogs and other people. She had become Lou's creative muse. She let Lou take her photo while posing in dog-sized hats and outfits. She was already super interested in the little puppy, which made sense because she was so friendly. Rita Rita, she's so nice we say it twice, Lou liked to say. Lou could tell that Rita Rita wanted to cuddle with Nubby immediately. Rita Rita was small, so she couldn't quite see what was hiding in that basket on the kitchen counter. But every so often, she saw Mom holding a tiny white bundle in her arms and feeding it with a little tube. Who is this animal? Is he a new friend? Rita Rita loved making new friends. New dogs often came to their house when they had to be cared for. They were usually scared and sick, but then they'd feel better and play with her. But this was the smallest one she had ever seen. He was just a puppy and he sure slept a lot. Once he was done being tired, she'd be sure to introduce herself and maybe lick him. The other dogs looked on from the living room, curiously glancing at the tiny bundle who'd been demanding so much of mom and dad's attention for the past two days. Gracie walked by Nubby's basket, checked on him and then left, which was exactly how Lou and Mark had expected her to act. It was her way of saying, you're good? Okay, cool, I'm going to lay down now. And the past two days, Maggie had walked past Nubby without a glance. 
As usual, she refused to acknowledge any new dog who entered the rescue organization until they had been around for at least four weeks. Lou and Mark sure knew their dogs well. All of the dogs at Hillcrest Manor had been part of Lou and Mark's rescue organization. Lou and Mark's job was to help dogs and sometimes other animals like goats get healthy and find the perfect home. After all, they couldn't possibly keep all the animals they rescued. But these four dogs in particular managed to steal their hearts and they just had to keep them as part of their permanent resident program. Concerns were already running through Lou's head when about where they'd find a home for this two-legged puppy when he got stronger. She knew that she couldn't rescue every dog in Texas. That's why her nonprofit was called Warriors Educate About Rescue. The organization focused on not only rescuing, but also educating the public about things like microchipping pets so they wouldn't get lost, and spraying and neutering dogs so there are fewer puppies born and therefore fewer dogs in shelters. Education was her number one priority. She liked to say that in order to change the future, we must teach the present. Maybe she could also teach people that different was not disposable. Nubby would be a good spokespuppy for the message. But first, she had to focus on keeping him alive. With four dogs to care for and a rescue organization to run, Lou and Mark's life at Hillcrest Manor had always been super busy. This fifth little dog had certainly made things more complicated. As Nubby's caretakers, it was no secret that their life was going to get even busier, but that they wouldn't have it any other way. Another poop, Mark said. He jotted down a note in a journal. He and Lou were keeping track of every time Nubby ate and went to the bathroom. You never saw two people more excited when poo comes out of a butt, he explained to Nubby. Nubby made it to three days, and then seven days, then ten days, and then two weeks. This little pup who only had two legs and had been taken away from his mother when he was just a few hours old was doing great. You're really going to make it, Mark said as he patted Nubby's head. Mark and Lou were thrilled that Nubby was thriving, but they had to admit it, they were also exhausted. Despite all of the odds, this two-legged pup was getting stronger. However, there was one thing that was worrying Lou as more days passed. She now knew that two-legged dogs are slightly delayed when it comes to hitting certain important puppy milestones. This meant if Nubby didn't reach a milestone on time, she shouldn't be nervous, but she should, but she couldn't help be nervous all the same. He's got no eyes, Mark. Lou was sure of it. It had been two weeks. Puppies are born with their eyes closed and it takes a couple of weeks before their eyes open. In theory, Nubby should have opened his eyes by now. Lou didn't mind if Nubby was blind, but she was very protective of the little puppy, and she knew he would already have a lot to overcome. If he was blind, she just wanted to find out as soon as possible so she could start preparing for how best to care for him. The anticipation was driving her crazy. He's gonna be fine, Mark said. Look, you can see his eyes moving behind his closed eyelids. They're moving. He's got them. Nubby was sleeping on his back, as he preferred to do. 
his little pink nose pointed upward. He was eating out of a bottle now. He wiggled and whined, and he wanted more food or a cuddle. He was still tiny, but he developed but he was developing just as a puppy should. Nubby wasn't quite sure what was going on. Everything had been a blur for the past few weeks. Sleep, eat, sleep, eat. He was feeling stronger, but now he could see brightness. He had opened his eyes for the first time, just a little bit at first and then all the way. He could see two smiling faces staring back at him. One was a bald man with glasses and a beard. The other was a lady with short, wild hair and a brightly colored sash tied around her head. They seemed extra happy. They petted him softly. He was glad they were happy, but he's going to close his eyes and go back to sleep now. He was tired and his blanket was so warm. Now that Nubby's eyes were open, he had a new favorite game, biting Mark's beard. Mark would hold Nubby in his arms and make growling noises, and Nubby would open and close his puppy jaws on Mark's chin. But he was just a puppy, so it wasn't like his jaws were strong. It was funny until... Ow, ow, ow! Mark yelled. Lou started laughing and stopped recording the video she was taking of the two of them playing. This puppy was growing before their eyes. He wasn't quite so weak anymore. Nubby was also loving the brightly colored chew toys they placed in his bed. He sniffed and tried to scoot forward to lick them. He was using his nubs like elbows so he could prop his head up and move forward slightly. If he positioned his legs back just right, he even wagged his tail. A real tail wag! That was a big deal for a puppy. Lou and Mark were so proud. Once Nubby's eyes were opened and Lou could confirm that yes, Nubby had eyeballs, she had another concern. I think he's deaf, Mark. Lou was sure of it. Puppy's ears are closed when they are born. It takes a few weeks for them to open and perk up. It's common for white boxers like Nubby to be deaf. His mother was a deaf white boxer. It wouldn't have been surprising if Nubby was deaf too especially because his ears hadn't opened yet. Any little thing out of the ordinary was making Lou concerned, but Mark thought she was overreacting. Lou petted Nubby softly as he lay on his pillow. His sweet face was only growing cuter. They kept watching him for the signs of deafness, but Nubby had overcome the odds already. Lou knew his fighting spirit would continue on no matter what.